Hey guys, welcome back to Kids Casting. It's your host, Asadi, and today I'm here with a special guest. so happy to be here i've been on once before uh-huh. yeah had a ball uh-huh i'm glad you finally brought me back yeah you're you have been my only guest but i'm hoping to look for more so okay well um i'll aim to please <laughs> okay so i get another invite yeah all right yep you're always welcome thank you yep you're like the most like the best person to have when interviewing someone because you just have like so much to say and like that's good because i need s- someone to have talk with <laughs> i'll run my mouth <laughs> i can run it oh i can too i All can right. too <laughs> we make a good team huh? <laughs> yeah okay so if you guys haven't already you guys should stay tuned for this podcast it's gonna get interesting okay <laughs> first question i have for you how long have you been doing your podcast for like so what you're saying um, almost four years. Four years? Yes. When did, like, what month did you start? We started in July. July? Uh-huh. So it's, July just barely passed. It did. And, and so, um, we started July 24th, and I know that because that's a local holiday here. Oh, and wait, isn't it like Pioneer's Day yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. See? Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to guess on that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember. Yeah, that's when we started. Yeah, that's uh, so long ago. Yeah, it flies by. Really fast. Mm -hmm. But I remember when I first did it in like 2018, but like that was with like all my siblings. Okay. And it was a blast, but like we stopped doing it after a while because of like moving and everything. So it was like kind of difficult, but it was so fun to do it at like the beginning because... It was so different compared to now. It's like way different. Right. What do you like the most about doing it? Uh, I like probably just like talking and just when I talk, it like helps relieve some of my stress yeah. and stuff. So like when I talk more, it makes so like I don't just like talk to myself and I could just like talk it all out and not like keep it inside. And it's a good hobby too, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking. How, how often do you do yours? Um, Every... We're trying to do it, like, every week. So, like, I'm going to record, like, two times one time. And then we're posting, like, every Sunday. Kind of like you guys. Uh So, we're doing it, like, every Sunday. Or it's going to be posted Monday. Depending on the day we get it edited and stuff. You should come on our show. (gasps) Yes, I'd love to. Yeah, you should come on our show. Mm -hmm. You'd have a good time. Yeah. So, the second question is, it's been our one-year mark since I've interviewed you. Really? Yeah, one wow. year. I didn't know it was that long ago. Yeah, and it's been one year since I've been doing it, just me. Okay. So, it's been a journey, one year. Uh-huh. So. So, we'll call this full circle. Uh-huh. Right? 
Because here I am again. Yeah. All right. I noticed you got a list of questions there. Yeah. Oh, my I, goodness. A lot of papers. Uh-huh. Oh, a boy. ton. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> you ready for these questions? They're going to be coming. All right. I'm ready. Okay. And then this question is, how long have you known Wood? Like, how long? I've known Wood six, almost seven years. Holy. <laughs> That's yeah. a long time. Yeah. Well, when you're old like me, it's really not that long. You know, you're younger, so seven years for you is almost half your life or probably more than half your life or yeah. just push, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that scope of time is different for you. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, when you're, f- when you're five and then you go to 15, that's, you know, two-thirds of your life, yeah. you know? But when you're old like me, seven years, I mean, yeah, it's time, but it's, it's not half it my life. It goes by fast. Or, yeah, it's, it's just a faster chunk of time. Or, uh-huh. or, or, or for you, it's a faster <laughs> chunk of time because, like I said, it's half your life or a third uh-huh. of your life or three-fourths. But for me, it's just, you know, time. Yeah, you look back in like seven years, but seven years ago, I was still old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, seven years ago, I was about five or six. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah. so I, I was tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it flies by. So, yeah, seven, uh-huh. creeping up on seven years, he and I. Dang. Yeah. I haven't even known some of my friends that long. That's my point. I got a friend. I got, I got a friend I've known since first grade, and I got another friend I've known. It'll be, let's see. We're creeping up on 40 years. 40? 40 years knowing each other. Four zero. Four zero. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, way. A lot of way. <laughs> Dang. And I got another friend I've known, 35. Another one I've known, a thir- couple of 35s. I think the most recent person that I consider a friend is probably Wood. You know, like, like, you know, like we hang out a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? And we talk about stuff a lot. You guys are like very close, I see. Yeah. Yeah. But most of my friends I've known 15, 20 years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. With, with <laughs> the biggest one being 40 years. That's a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, the longest friend I've known is probably about maybe eight, nine years. That's pretty long. Again, uh-huh. that's pretty long for uh-huh. considering your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, and now we're not close anywhere because he doesn't ever talk to me. So it's kind of weird knowing you have a friend that's like you've known all your life and then they just. Stop talking after a while, and you're just like, hmm. Well, some some things are weird because you know, people change. Oh, you know, yeah, like like time. you'll change, and, and your friends will change, and that's the, that's the dynamic of it. That's that's the beauty of having a friend so long because you guys go through ebbs and flows, ups and downs, sideways. You know, mm-hmm. and if you can still find a way to stay into a common ground and have that relationship and hang out together, mm-hmm. even. Like, you have a best friend or you have a close friend. You do stuff, you know, every Saturday or twice a week or whatever. And then as you get older, you may only see them once a month. And then it may be mm-hmm. twice a year. And then it may be once a year. But when you see each other, it's still pretty close. I got a friend that lives in Phoenix. I haven't seen him in probably three, four years. And I was going to go see him this year. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the world shut down, right? Uh-huh, so I COVID. couldn't go see him. Right, the COVID. I couldn't go see him. But we talk often, and when I do see him, it's just like, boom, sitting in a room with him again. I've known him 30 years, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, so it's not always about being right there beside somebody, although you do have friends like that that you yeah. see a lot more. Uh-huh. But sometimes it's just about having that, you know, that connection. If you need them, will they be there? That's the question. Yeah. My, my friend I've known 40 years, I know if I need him, need him, he'll be there. My friend 30 years, whether it be here or Arizona or back home, if I need him, 
they'll they'll be there in some form or another, you know? Yeah. So that that's the thing. Yeah, all your friends will be there. It's just they're not going to be like so close to you, but they'll still be there to help you. Okay. I don't know if all your friends will be there. Yeah. But, and but so like so some. so that's how you learn. You understand what I mean? Uh-huh. When you need somebody, are they going to be there? You know what I mean? And yeah. as time goes on, you'll learn. Okay, I thought that person was this and they're not. All right, so let me put them over here. We can still be cool, but we're not as tight as we were. Mm-hmm. But when I needed so-and-so, they were there. Okay, so that person's closer to my heart. You understand? Uh-huh, what I mean? and, it's, yeah. and it goes that way for you, too. Uh-huh. Because there's some friends that are calling you and you'll be like, yeah, I'll be there. And there's some friends that are calling you and you'll be like, eh, yeah, I got to clean the bathtub. You know? Yeah. <laughs> They'd rather <laughs> clean the bathtub than hang out sometimes. Right, you know? Oh, but it goes, you. that could happen with you, too. Uh-huh. They understand. They understand you want to play or hang out, but... They have other things to do, and they're just kind of busy. Right, right. Life, life takes on. As you get older, you're gonna get busier. I mean, you're doing, you're doing school politics, you uh-huh, know. So, yeah. you know, so you're gonna get busy planning stuff. And as yeah. you grow and get older, you know, you're gonna be in junior high doing it, and in high school, and then mm-hmm. hopefully college, and doing the same thing, and being a leader. Mm-hmm. When you do those things, you get busy. You don't always have time to hang out with somebody. I had a friend just last week, kind of tell me off. He's like, "You never make time for me. You never do this. You never, dude. I am busy." Uh-huh. I am busy. You're not too busy for this. And I said, all right, we're going to hang out. This this week, we're going to hang out. And we hung out and we laughed about that. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was being a baby. And we joked and everything. And he mm-hmm. was being a baby. But he's right. You know, you can make time for anybody. You understand what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, if you choose to. Mm-hmm. You know, some, some people say, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. But all right, cool. But the ones you make time for, those are the people that are close and dear to you. Yeah. And, I, and I was wrong because I hadn't seen him in probably two months. And we used to see each other once a month, twice a month. And yeah. I hadn't seen him. So I was wrong for that. So I made time to see him because he means that much yeah. to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It gets harder when you work and you have school. Like for me, my friends always want to hang out. And mm-hmm. I'm busy with office and SBO. And right. I, I'm like, I'm planning things for school and stuff. And they're like, you're always doing that. I'm like, I'm sorry. That's what... It's like being on a team. Right. And, and, and I agree with that. But to my point, you still have to make time if they uh-huh. mean something to you. You know what I mean? So yeah. just because they call you on Friday, Saturday, or maybe a Sunday, and you can't hang out with them, well, now I, I can hang out Wednesday. Yeah. I, I, I can do it Tuesday. Can you guys do something Tuesday? Because that's, yeah. that's when I have time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And even if it's 20 minutes, half hour, make time for the ones that are yeah. close to you. You know? Like even 10 minutes would mean something. Absolutely. Them. Absolutely. Just man. anything to be with them for a certain amount of time, they'd be like, oh, thank you so much. And yeah. it would make their day. Yeah, absolutely right. And yours. Uh huh. You get out of it too, you know, and you get that, uh, wow, you know, humans need to, we need interaction. We need to yeah. look at each other. You know, let me just lay my hands on you. Let me just uh-huh. see you. Let me, let me look at your laugh, you know, and all, all yeah. that stuff. So that's important to us as uh-huh. humans, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And so this question is, what have you been up to this last year? Wow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I haven't been doing much traveling. The end of last year, we traveled a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went to Boston. We went to D.C. I went to New York. I think we went to Florida. Why did you go to New York and Florida? Is do Family. Yeah, I got family in all these places, and we go and see each other. Oh, we went to Maryland, too. Oh, dang. Yeah, my wife, she threw me a surprise birthday party in Maryland. Dang. And I have um, no biological ties to Maryland. That's just what a family decided to meet. Yeah. And, and a lot of my family came down, and they surprised me in Maryland. We had a party, and it was a great time. 
Yeah. It was a real good time. And some of them I didn't expect them to be there, and they were there, you know? I mean, yeah. I, like, I, it was a surprise, but when I saw these people, I was like, wow, so-and-so showed up? That's that's cool, you know? Yeah, and even if they're, like, a cousin and, like, you guys aren't close anymore, and that you still had a surprise birthday Absolutely. party. Absolutely. And they came, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, they yes. came for me. Yes, yes. Yeah, me me and my cousins, the majority of, of us were really, really, really close. Mm-hmm. Like, some of us were raised, like, brother and sister or brothers, you know, or mm-hmm. sisters. So we're really, really close. But, so that, um, just life, taking care of life. You know, I got the three dogs, and we take those guys hiking and this, that, and just mm-hmm. trying to be a decent person. Yeah, and yeah. this question I have for you is... Okay. What are your dog's names and like what type of dog are they? Okay. Um, I have two dogs, but there's three dogs that live in my house. Now let me explain that. Three. <laughs> I have two pit bulls, kindest dogs you ever want to meet. People hear pit bull, oh my gosh, they're gonna eat my heart out. No, uh-huh. no, no. All my dogs want to do is sleep and eat. That's it. <laughs> and the one that is a red nose, his name is Boston. Boston. Then I have a a brown piebald face. Um, his name is Kamal. Come okay, those are my two dogs. Now, my wife has three dogs. She has those two, Boston and Kamal, that I just talked to you about. Uh-huh. And then she has a Shih Tzu named Lola. <laughs> That's not my dog. <laughs> <laughs> so when I tell people that, they think we have five dogs. We don't. We have three. But, and then your but wife I have one. two. You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. There's three in the house. I have two. How my come, wife. How come you have two dogs and I'm your not wife a, has I'm one? not a fan of that dog. That dog. Is, so you got the big, mean, ferocious pit bulls and they eat everybody and everything. That Shih Tzu bosses my dogs around, and it makes me mad. She <laughs> nips at him. She, she, <gasps> takes, she takes Boston's food. She takes a spot on their bed. She's just a jerk to him. <laughs> and I don't like the way she acts. So I don't choose to call that dog mine. <laughs> <laughs> so your two dogs, your two pit bulls, how come like they're sweet even though they, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, they're going to hurt me. Right, right. Um, Dogs are what you make of them. So mm-hmm. pit bulls are the type of dogs where they will do anything you ask them to. Mm-hmm. And they're very strong. They're very determined. They're very smart. All right. So if you, I've seen pit bulls climb trees. I've seen them jump over cars. Mm-hmm. I've seen them swim. I saw one f- that can fish. <laughs> Dang. I, I, not with a rod. He goes in there and he, he dives down and he grabs it with his mouth. So. My point being, if you teach a pit bull to climb a tree, it'll be the best tree climbing dog you ever seen in your life. If you teach it to chase cars, it'll be the best ch- car chaser. If you teach it how to fish, it'll be the best fisher. So they're determined. They want to please you. They have a strong drive. So the morons that make them mean, it's going to be the best mean one. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So my dogs weren't raised that way. My dogs were raised to, to do good things, right things. Um, I'm a responsible dog owner. I don't let them act a fool like there's dogs that come up to him and I always tell I always grab my dog close and I tell her to do get your dog because my dog come on will do damage to another dog oh, yeah. and, and Boston will too he's getting a little older but he's, he can do damage there was a husky one time we were walking up in the mountains and a husky tried to uh, come after him and he jumped on his back so I let my dog go I'm going to let him defend himself and he fought, you know he got the dog off him you know uh-huh. and, but I don't raise him that way uh-uh. That that's that's I don't need my dogs to, to be tough for me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I don't have that type of ego. So I just like them. I, like the, I love Mastiffs and Terriers and all that, and I like that size of dog and kind mm-hmm. of dog. And they're durable, but I don't, I don't need all that in my life. You know. So mm-hmm. I walk my dogs. They stay right by me if they're not on. If I'm not holding the leash, they listen very well. Um, I can put, I could take a steak dinner and put it in front of my dog, okay? 
And all I have to do is go drop it. And that dog won't touch it at all. Oh, my. At all. And if I go, go ahead, he'll eat it. Whoa. So but your dogs listen. My dogs are very, very well trained. Those two. My wife's dog, eh, that's a different story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she does no drop it because I, I, I teach my dogs, come, stay, sit, and drop it. And the reason those things are so important to me is because those are the things that can save a dog's life. Mm-hmm. Okay. If your dog's running in the street and you say, come here. You know, it turns around and comes back. That could keep it from getting hit by a car. If you say stay, that could keep the dog from running to a dangerous situation. Drop it, poison, or something that's not supposed to be eating. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Sit. That's just, let's, let's get our bearings. Let's find out what's going on. Uh-huh. You, know, you know? So those are important things in, in my life to, that I always make sure my dogs know. Yeah. Yeah. So your dogs, you teach your dogs to be sweet. Like, are they really kind? Like, mm-hmm. if, if someone knocked on the door, would they be, like, all over you? Like, um, just, like, super, like, playful and excited to see you. It's weird because my dogs, you know, they're barking, growling stuff. And if okay. I let you in the house, they're cool. But if you come in, it could be a little different sometimes. Like, they act a little different uh-huh. if you come in, if I'm there. I've never been home when somebody who wasn't supposed to be in my house came in my house. So I really don't know, uh-huh. right? But um, my my wife has been home before and... uh a family member came by and didn't announce themselves. And my dogs snapped. They, I thought they were going to, or she thought they were going to bite the family member. So oh. I, I do know. Yeah, they, they, they would go off. My dogs would go off yeah. on, on somebody and that would not be mm-hmm. good. Are your dogs kind of chunky or like they kind of skinny? Well, <laughs> no, they don't know skinny. Kamal is, he's been as heavy as 118 pounds and as light as 109 pounds. Oh my. And then Boston has been as heavy as 112 and now I think he's down to 96. Um, they're just big guys, man. They're big guys. They're not exactly agile and especially Kamal when he gets going one direction, it's hard for him to change directions. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's a big dude, man. He's a, he's Aww. a big guy, but again, they're not those terror dogs everybody paints them out to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's see. I heard you recently got in, like gotten hurt. So I just wanted to see how are you doing and any advice you could give. Okay. Um, let's start in reverse order. Advice I could give when mm-hmm. you're around a pool, Mm-hmm. Um, walk, don't run. <laughs> okay, yeah. those yeah. those signs really mean it. Um, I'm doing very, very well. It, it was I slipped and fell and I hit my head. You know, it was like a mm-hmm. like a sitcom. I hit my head and I got staples, not stitches. And they they put staples in your head because there's not enough flesh for stitches. Oh, All right, yeah. so it's a harder surface. So they put they put um, staples in there. And I got I think 18 staples. And they closed it up, and they did a really good job. And I was a little off for a couple of days, but after after that, I was good, you know. But again, walk, don't don't yeah. run around. Yeah. How long did it take you to like snap out of it or like stand up and like be yourself again, like without the pain? It was never really painful. I know it's weird. It was never really painful. I was just dizzy. So dizzy. for the dizziness to go away, it probably took ten days. Ten days. before it was completely gone away. Um. It's concussions are horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you get one, go to the doctor mm-hmm. because there's nothing like your brain being hurt. No, that yeah. would suck. It did. It did. But I'm all better now. And, I, and the advice I can give you and your listeners is once again, be careful around slippery surfaces. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you were walking, right? Or were you? I was walking. I was just walking, minding my own beeswax. 
And then that happened. So. That happened. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Okay. So, like, this summer I went camping. Okay. With, like, my friends and stuff, like, but, like, we don't see him anymore because of, like, school and COVID. And mm-hmm. it, it wasn't, like, it was, like, bad in the summer, but, like, not as bad as, like, now because everybody's gathering and stuff. But, like, that's what we did in the summer. And I was wondering, do you like camping? Do you like to go camping? I was raised in the city, okay? And mm-hmm. camping to me was pretending you're homeless. And I didn't like pretending I was homeless. But I grow up, I get married, I meet my wife. She loves camping. And uh, she always wanted to go. Let's go camping, let's go. Nah, 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 nah. Well, she took me and I loved it. I love it. I love being out there. So you changed your mind. She changed my mind. Damn. And, and uh, it's, it's fun. It's really fun mm-hmm. um, to be out there in nature and just knowing how quiet the world's supposed to be. And she talked to me about looking at the stars and how bright they are at night with no ambient lights, right? And to be out there cooking your own food and looking for animals and just relaxing. You feel the stress come off you, you know? Mm-hmm. I always say this is not the way we were built to live. You know, all this noise and all this commotion and all this mm-hmm. crowded. and not, just all, No, up there in the mountains, out there in the woods or by the ocean mm-hmm. where it's quiet. And you can hear your own thoughts and your own breath. That's how we're supposed to live. And it's just relaxing. And it does mm-hmm. suck coming back. I mean, the showers are great when you get home, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the showers are some of the best showers you ever had in your life. But that peace, you feel that leaving you once you come back to, you know, quote unquote civilization. Yeah. You know, because now you start thinking about all the stuff you have to do. And I got to get this done. I got to go here. And I got to buy this. And I got to make that. and do. No, up there, you're just relaxing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're yeah. eating, you're, you're, you're enjoying life, and you're, you're becoming closer to nature. Mm-hmm. So I have grown to like camping. Mm-hmm. Not every weekend. <laughs> no. A couple times a year. Yeah. And I'm good. So when you go camping, would you ever try sleeping in a hammock, or do you usually sleep in a tent? Or, like, some people sleep in the back of their trunks, but, like, what do you typically do? Or My wife you? likes to... Uh, to tent it. She likes having a tent. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's really cool. I do like that. Ours is comfortable. We got an air mattress that's soft. And we got these blankets. That, oh, bl- not blankets. Uh, what are they called? Sleeping bags. Oh, uh-huh, sleeping bags. They're good to 50 below zero. So you sleep really hot. I like to sleep hot. And it's it's great. You know, we got, you know, all the cooking stuff. It's 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 cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Um, I haven't done the, the car um, camping, mm-hmm. and we talk about getting a little a little pop camper thing, but mm-hmm. that's too much. I'd rather just go up there and just put it together and go. And yeah, it's easier just setting up a tent. I agree. And this tent is so quick. I remember when I was little, I used to go to camp, and they would make us go camping. Uh-huh. You know, it was this, uh, this summer camp I used to go to, and putting a tent together was like, I don't know, um, Building a log cabin, you know, because it was so many pieces, man. But now you just pull this and snap that and pull this and bolt that. Not bolt it, but I strap it down or nail it down and pop it up and you're good to go. Yeah, it takes like 15 minutes Tops. or less. Yep, you're right. 15 minutes. Yeah. So, if you, I know this is cheesy and all, but like, if you have had or have had or have a BFF, Choose three BFFs you would take with you to, like, hang out and stuff. Three BFFs. Well, you, like I told you earlier, I'm really close to my cousins. So any of my cousins. Okay. I would take any of them. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you pick them. You point to three people and I'll take them. Yeah. Yeah, we're all really close. Yeah. And what about friends? Who would you take? <sighs> three of your friends. Well, it depends on what am I, I'm doing. What am I doing? Um, you're just going to your house having a guy's night and just like watching a movie, games, you know, Fortnite and all that stuff. Well, any, any of them. I mean, you tell me just to pick three. You can mix those up too. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, I got Tanae, I got Neil, I got Wood, uh-huh. I got Sonny, I got Stacy, I got Mike, I got Lindsay, <laughs> you know, I mean, I got, I got, I yeah, got a, you can't choose between them. So you just invite them all. Yeah. Yeah. And just, just mix it up. And the thing is, you know, everybody, it's going to be good conversation all the way around. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's going to be good, fun conversation and yeah. good time. So that, that's, that's a hard one for me to answer yeah. because I, I, the people I call friends, I keep them close and dear. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-mm. I keep them close to me. So to bump one out would, would be weird. Mm-hmm. You know? And what makes someone a friend to you? Well, first to me. All right. Mm-hmm. First, you have to have some sort of connection. There's got to be something that draws you together. Not necessarily thinking alike. Uh-huh. You know, that's not what I'm asking. We, you could both be, I don't know, uh, Red Sox fans. Uh-huh. And you start there. And then you find out, oh, this person's pretty cool. I don't mind being around. Oh, they're all right. You know? And it's a give and take. You know? So one time you come and you hang out with them and, you know, they'll feed you. And then you go to the house or they come to your house and you feed them. And then, uh-huh. you, you, you know what I mean? It's just a give and take. There's, there's people out there that only, you're like, oh, man, every time I go out, I buy. Every time I go out, I buy. How, how come this person never buys? So then you put up the walls and you're a little, you know, standoffish. But uh-huh. if they're like, oh, no, I got it this time. Or, you know, you paid last time, I'll get it this time. Or you pay this time, I'll get it next time. And then they f- come through on it. You know, you start to bond. And, and mm-hmm. then conversation. Conversation's king, right? Yeah. Talking to people. You know, if you just sit there and, you know, just laugh at everything, but you're never really saying anything, are you really inputting on the conversation? Are you building, <laughs> right? Or if you yeah. just sit there and you just... You know, just scowling the whole time. What, what is that? Yeah, you're you're a weirdo. Yeah. You know? So conversation. You sit there and you talk and you, and you, you have um, meaningful conversations. That's how you learn to, to come close or if you're going to be close to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So if there was one thing that you could change about this year, what COVID, would that one COVID, thing be? COVID. COVID, COVID. <laughs> Why would you change COVID? It for screwed anything? up my year. By now, I should have gone on four trips. Four trips. Yep. To different places. Different places. We should have gone on four trips that got shut down. Dang. What's one place that you were looking forward to this year, but COVID like destroyed it? Simple enough. Going to see my friend in Arizona. I was real excited to go see him and just stay at his house and hang out with him and his family and cook and, you know, sit by the pool and just have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then followed by that, my family reunion got canceled. We were supposed to have it in Virginia, but it got canceled because of COVID. So that one too. Oh, dang. And then uh, me and my wife, we were supposed to go to either New York or Chicago. And then me and some of my buddies were going to go to a football game in New Orleans. Dang. So you had like... Four trips that were just gone. Mm-hmm. Gone. Yeah. Would you change anything about like... What you did this, like, summer with corona, would you change anything about it? Like, spending time with your family, because I know you had more time to spend time with them. That, and, and it's awesome. But, mm-hmm. you know, we spend a lot of time anyhow. You mm-hmm. know, we, we do the majority of things that are done are together. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of people say, oh, I got to enjoy my family. I got to spend time more with my family because I was forced to do so. Mm-hmm. I didn't run into that because we spent a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. I just hate the freedoms. It's simple as this. And I'm not saying mask or right or mask or wrong, but 
I got out the car twice yesterday to go to two different stores, and I walked almost to the store, and I realized I forgot my mask. And then you got to walk all the way back and go get your mask. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have to wear a mask. I'm not saying you should have to wear a mask. I'm just saying these stores require it, require it, so I have to go and get one. Yeah. You know? So I got to walk halfway to the store, all the way to the store, then walk all the way back to my car, then walk all the way. You know, it's just a pain in the neck. Yeah. Would you change anything to be wearing a mask? Like, if you got COVID after, like, you recovered and everything, mm-hmm. but, like, would you wear the mask to protect your life? Because let's just say you were, like, frightened that you got COVID, and then after you're like, okay, now I'm going to wear my mask more often. Would you wear your mask more often, or would you be like, nah, I went through COVID, and I had corona, and then I got over it, like... No, they say you still got to wear it whether you had it or not. So I just do, I just do what the store, I mean, it's their store, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I just do what they tell me to do. I'm not one of them. I'm not going to wear a mask. Well, then you're not going in that store. I understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, places have rules and you just follow the rules, man. Mm-hmm. It's not going to. If you don't follow the rules and you can't go in there, you, you know. Right. And so it's kind of disappointing that you didn't wear your mask inside that store. It's, it's kind of sad that you don't understand how to follow rules. Yeah. yeah. Whether you believe it or not, that's their rule. Uh-huh. You know? And you have to follow their Correct. Room. I mean, there's plenty of people like, you know, you're dealing with people sometimes and you're like, ugh, you're getting on my nerves. I just wish I could push you. Well, you can't. The rules are you can't just push people for no reason. Yeah. You know? So, what have you been doing during quarantine to keep you busy? Um, I read a lot. I hang out with my wife, my two dogs. We go for a lot of walks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um... And that's it, really. You know, just mm-hmm. taking care of life. Uh, mm-hmm. I get I get wild hair sometimes. Like I feel like cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night, I cooked a bunch of uh, ribs for all my neighbors. Ooh. So I, I bought uh, six racks of ribs and I cut them up. You know, I cooked them up real good and I cut them up and gave them to the neighbors I liked. There's some I don't like and they got no ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Your neighbors were probably like, "Aw, that's sweet." Like, yeah. Yeah, they liked them. They loved them. They they were ranting and raving about them. Yeah. You know? And that's, you know, you sometimes you just do stuff for people, right? Uh-huh, to be nice. Because you can, yeah, and to be nice. But, yeah. you know, because you can do stuff for people. Uh-huh. Sometimes yeah. they give you, like, you know, like treats and food and stuff. And so you're like, it's my turn to give back to Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Absolutely. But some of them have never given me anything. And that's okay. I just wanted to do it for them just to do it for them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you just got to be nice and you got to open up to your neighbors. Absolutely. If you don't open up to any of your neighbors, then you're not going to make friends with your neighbors or anyone in your neighborhood. Well, it goes back to my point earlier because just because somebody lives by you, that doesn't mean they're going to be your friend. Not always. Right. So, I mean, we have to coexist because you bought land next to me and so Mm -hmm. we have these, you know, this little village here. You know, we don't have to be the best friends, but it's cool to you know, cohabitate together in the same space. Yeah, just to, like, know them and get to know them. Right. And, you know, if you're a good neighbor, you look out for people's homes and they look out for yours and things of that nature. But I got some neighbors, you know, all we really do is say hi. Uh You know, and that's fine. I'm good with that. And, yeah, I took them ribs too, you know, because say hi neighbors are are, are cool as well because they know who comes and goes from your home. And, you know, if your house is on fire, they're going to call the cops or the the fire department or whatever Uh the case, right? Yeah. So it's good to have, you know, that relationship with them. Yeah. No matter what you do, like even a simple high is like showing like you're nice and you're just like showing that you're like friends, not like actual friends, but like just being nice and saying hi to everyone. Common courtesy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
I say hi to people I don't know all the time. And people ask me, like, why do you always say hi? And I say, because it's to be nice and it could put a smile on their face. Absolutely. It's, it's the right thing to do. We're mm-hmm. all humans. You never know what people are going through either. Uh-uh. You know, you saying hi to that person might be the best thing to happen to them all day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or all week or something. Yeah. Because sometimes their household's not like other households. Like, one could be super friendly and the other one's like having problems and yep. they're just struggling. And that high just made their day like so much better and it just made them like so happy. And they're just like, oh, like, I wish you could like. You know, give him a hug, and that would just I know. make him yeah. And, feel and, good. and some people be like, "Oh, there's still nice people in the world. There's still kind people." Mm-hmm. You know, and my wife's like that. She'll say hi to anybody, and she's she's real friendly, and you know, she's a hugger. And mm-hmm. you know, if she's standing in the store and somebody's in her way, she'll go, "Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me." And I'm like, "Why are you saying sorry, excuse me? They're in your way." I know it's just the right thing to do. And I'm like, oh, "Yeah," you, and you, know? you don't want to be mean. You don't want to say, "Move it, come on, you're in my way." Right. And you're just like, I gotta be nice about it. So you gotta say. Excuse me, can you please move yeah. like out of my way? Yeah, yeah. Instead of being mean about it. Right. Right. And then it also gives off that energy too. You know what I mean? When when you when you're kind to people, it promotes kindness. So you're nice to them, maybe they'll be nice to the next person, as opposed to you being mean to them and now they got a bad day and they're mean to the next person. That person's mean to somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. It just stinks, man. Yeah. Well, hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. And That's it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, I, that was super fun because, like, I didn't think you were, we were going to have you again. And so when I, my dad said something about it, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's my favorite person. And, I, and so I rushed downstairs and I was getting everything ready. And I was just like, oh, I got I to gotta make it so it's good and we have a good time. Anytime you want me on here, I will show up. Okay. All right? Okay. Because this honestly made my day because I don't get to see you a lot. So, and it just made my day that you've showed up today. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for showing up. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in today's podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you guys want to, give it ratings on iTunes. So Give it five stars. uh Not just a rating. Give it five stars. Five stars? That would be... The best thing that happened. Okay, hope you guys enjoyed today. Have a good day. Have a great day. Bye for now.